0: So hello there, welcome again to another edition of Talking Out Loud with me, George Cressy. I'll keep it fairly short and sweet on this little intro, but exciting times here at Bank Bear. After a couple of recent changes in the job market, I'm hoping to start pushing these pods out a little faster with some pretty exciting new guests coming as well. As of April, there'll be a few pods coming out of Africa. I'm hoping, as I've started to make a little transition away from the corporate world, back into the traveling bum life for a bit. So that should be fun. One of the key tasks over the next few weeks will be to um, to get up to speed with the pods. This one comes back from August last year and is with a very old friend of mine, Mr. Frederick Stewart. Now Freddie is a one of a kind. He's a nutritionist, athlete, and a buff of both films and butlering. So we sat down for a bit of a chat in a local pub back home, The Red Line, and naturally after a couple of beers, got into some pretty hard-hitting topics. So we talk what makes a good film, we talk through Freddie's employment history as well, which is uh, quite a journey, it must be said. As ever, when it comes to Freddie, we talk about politics. And the only way, really, to have a, a good discussion over the, the benefits and, and drawbacks of individualism versus collectivism is over a packet of, of mini cheddars. So after sort of 10 minutes on politics, we, uh, we have a natural segue into crazy t-shirts before touching on another of freddy's big passions rowing at six foot seven he's got some height to him as you can see from the the YouTube vids before finishing off quite fittingly really with a little discussion around Fred's philosophy when it comes to how to best select and to uh, and to quit a job so really hope you like this one um, always have a lot of fun putting them together with, uh, with Fred and I really do hope it's a start many more to come. So there's links out to Freddie's nutritionist website and also to his Instagram handle. Do get in touch if you're looking for any uh, any nutrition advice. He is very clued up on that. As ever, reach out, give us your feedback. We're always keen to hear. But for now, I'll leave you in a sunny beer garden at an excellent pub in the Midlands. lay it. Let's get this thing started. Solo, hello, welcome again episode of Talking Out Loud with me, George Cressy, joined today by gentleman on the opposite side. Oh, we'll
1: do it again in a sec. Hello. Hey, guys? Sorry, just,
0: just started a podcast. Oh, uh, welcome back, I think, to the very same podcast. Uh, with The guest with me the, today is a certain Mr. Freddie Stewart, we would like to uh, potentially just give the listeners a uh, full name, including middle names, if if you're feeling
1: confident. Yep. Um, age. Profession. Uh, Freddie Stewart. No middle name. Because um, I belong to a class in which middle names are not commonplace. Yeah. And... Uh, ooh. How are
0: you doing? Yeah, good. Just doing a little podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Freddie Stewart. And I'm 28. And... Um, but I look about 24, really. 23, maybe. Yeah, 24 when I'm hungover. 22, 23 on a good day. Um, profession- I'm just a student, aren't I, really? Be aren't honest. we all? Well, we are, really, aren't we? We're students of the University of Life. I, I suppose I'm at a point where I can call myself a nutritionist. I think Since you're I've done there, it professionally st- a bit for two months. Three months. Very good. Any other hobbies? Um... Well, yeah, number I
0: suppose. Top three hobbies at the minute. this point it would time. have to be
1: calisthenics, which is body weight training. Yeah. Um, but actually, I'll have all forms of physical training. What would the other hobbies be? Is drinking a hobby? Yeah. Yeah, drinking. Halo. Oh, Halo's is a great game.
0: Wouldn't say, say, say it's quite. I wouldn't
1: say it quite. Majority classes. of your time. How many units of time a week do you spend on Halo? Oh, it's not a weekly thing. Oh, nice. Oh, it's less than it's yeah, monthly. Once or twice a month, something like that. The
0: so games, I don't think that can count as a game. hobby. It's a
1: decent game. I think it'd have to be um, films. God, I sound boring, don't I? Really. Films. Imagine that. Drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trish. And going to the gym. Jeez. Yeah. 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 Hobbies. That, that, is, Stewart, that is dull. Yeah, yeah. It's the end of the
0: podcast. What a dull I fucker. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, wrap it up there. What's your favourite film? Yeah. What's your favourite film, man? Why not Gladiator? Is it? No. What
1: is it? Don't know. Lord of the Rings, maybe. Nice. That's to safe. I mean, it's up there, oh, isn't it? It's up there. Best film ever made. It's a, it's a great film, if you consider it as one film, which you might as well. We might have to um, shift it indoors. I think we're going to have to. I think right. it's probably beyond the point where we can I'll relocate. Yep. Let's what we'll about wipe that water off the screen. We're, uh, we're
0: back. Fantastic. Uh, should be okay. At the round table, in the red line. Good little pub. The red line. That narrows it down, doesn't it? It does.
1: If you said red line, Nottingham, there'd probably still be 30. Yeah. In Nottingham. But we've got to be careful. But this is, this is care. the red line with the nice barmaid. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Very nice barmaid. That's it how is. you know which one it is. Yeah. Go to the mall, rank the barmaids in order, and the number mm-hmm. one will be this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, Where were you talking about favorite film? We've established that um, quite boring bloke. Not really much to say about myself. But um, yeah, favorite film. I was just joking. I mean, Lord of the Rings is a fantastic film, but there are many and yeah. many different genres. Yes. And, uh, no, but I'm definitely a film buff. I must say. I like What's a your favorite film? genre at the minute? At the moment? Oh probably. No particular genre is my favourite, I mean, the most, the genre that I watch the most of, I would say would be action, thriller, crime, spy... Fast and Furious? Sort of... No, not really, I mean, that's okay, but... Something a bit more sophisticated than that. Some of my Snatch. favourite films... That's a great film. Yeah, it's gangster films, I like some gangster films. Like Goodfellas and, uh, you know, Casino and Lock, Sock and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah, excellent, Scarface. Thanks. One of my favorite. Yeah, Scarface, Lear yeah. i uh, still not seen that. Yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. They're all good movies. Um, pop fiction. Yes. But, yeah,
0: I like, I like a lot of movies. You're yeah, looking um, forward to the next uh, Decap film? Uh, is there one coming out, is What is it? Um, the Hollywood one. It's like uh, uh, all about he's a failed actor.
1: Right. And Brad Pitt's his stuntman. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, we were saying yesterday when we were speaking about favourite actors and... Both those names came up, didn't they? Several times. Very good, very good chaps.
0: Very good. Jim Carrey also that's, came up. Yeah, so he did. I, yeah. I think
1: he, he could be one of the best actors out there, Jim Carrey. Yeah, I don't know. I suppose for me, an actor is someone who convinces you. I mean, it's obvious, but know, acting ability—that's the thing. They need He's it. very convincing. If you, if Jim a good film and good acting is when you are sucked into the story and you become part of that story and you, you, know, you go into the protagonist's body for that two mm. hour period mm. and True. you're totally immersed in it. And some films achieve that and some fail dismally. And that for me is a sign of a good film. When you put a film on, you can give it 15, 20 minutes. If you're not sucked in in that time, it's probably not a very good film. Mm. And the interesting thing is that when you're young, You never really analyze why things are good. You just know that you love watching the movie over and over again. You have no idea why. And as you get older, you realize the script was fantastic. Mm. The story was just, you know. um, Very true. Very much um, a thrilling story, and the acting was top class. Yeah, exactly. And you start to break it down into the different aspects of the movie which make it so brilliant. Mm. And, um, but you still, Just because you're analysing it at that level doesn't mean that you still don't enjoy it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The the big one for me
0: actually, I often preferred listening to the making of, um, like watching the making of like Lord of the Rings more than actually Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oddly, so like I was like, "Ah, but how did they do that bit? Mm. But how did they make that like?
1: You're that just blown away like, by the brilliance like, of it. Yeah, the and, soundtrack, the animation, everything. Jesus, oh, like, it's unreal. Phenomenal uh, trilogy of films, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I do think that the time and effort that used to go into making films was, was greater than it is today. i I'm think we're, sure, I think we're witnessing either. a decline in quality of all of, across sure. all the arts, but, but most notably for me is in films. Cause I don't, mm, interesting. No, I, I disagree, I think. Really? I think the technology has moved on. And we can now produce very realistic More films. films. Well, not necessarily, because a lot of it has to do with the the way the film is shot and the direction and the mm-hmm. and the acting and all that kind of thing. So oh, I think is, yeah. I watched an, uh, some analysis video of the new Jurassic Park film, Jurassic World or whatever it is. It's a few mm. years old now, mm-hmm. comparing it to the old one, saying that for all the um, you know digital effects that they can now do with all yeah. this technology and stuff. Um, actually, it's, its so. Yeah, it hasn't got. I think the first Jurassic Park was like late nineties, that like ninety eight or something like that. Yeah, something no, like uh, that. I think
0: it was mid nineties,
1: maybe. Possibly, mm. yeah, possibly. I certainly remember watching it as a young Probably child. Ninety five, maybe. Yeah, maybe as early as that. And obviously, you know, the T Rex is big plastic thing, but. Yeah, it's actually still quite that. terrifying. Oh, no, at the time you it's don't it's think that. And you watch the new one, and I know, I know watching the new one and being mildly entertained by it. But
0: no, I really like the new one. It's pretty I'm good. It was okay. I, I really did. I, I thought it was refreshing enough to be fine. You mm. know? Like, because you're not you're like going in expecting it to beat the first one isn't the goal. Mm. It's like actually they just want to tell a few more stories off the back of that first hit. It's like, yeah, I don't think you can ever really beat your first. Your first,
1: like, yeah, sweet hit at the back. You know? Most most um, sequels seasons. fail to live up to the standard yeah. set by the by the prequel. Agreed. It's um, sad reality of of all all across the arts, really, of all yeah, yeah. books and films. But it's not always the case. I mean, you do sometimes get. I mean, yeah, it's the same in the games. Get inspiration. You do, sometimes the games get better. Sometimes the, the, they get worse. The books, you know, sometimes the books just as the writer develops their skill, um, you know the the actual the books improving quality mm. but generally speaking, in our fast-paced sort of consumer-driven world, mm. you know, um, I think that people are just trying to make a quick buck, mm. and I say, I unfortunately, I think it's just a yeah, they always have that Yeah, of course they're trying to make a quick buck, but everyone is. But people these days, entertainment seems to be such a kind of um, oh yeah short-lived experience of yeah. people. Yes, and, agreed. You know, they want a quick exciting film in the cinema, a quick exciting game, right, a quick exciting right. book, yeah, yeah, a quick yeah. exciting series on telly and then they're yeah, done with it kind exactly. of thing. To are going to a one pager, a one pager,
0: that's mm. what you have to produce, that's like half the consultant's job is just mm. making, condensing information into one page Yeah. and like you can't really ever get the same amount of detail mm. across, you can't expect to, no. but you get the 80 to twenty rule which is basically what you have to imply, like you just... That's what this job has taught me. I think more mm. than most, most of the things is like the 80-20 rules, the key. It's mm. so like you put twenty percent in, you get eighty percent out. Twenty in, eighty out. Twenty in, eighty out. Mm. In, 80 out. Like just use that the Pareto law. Yeah. All oh, right.
1: I thought it was more to do with twenty um, percent of your workforce produce eighty percent of the value. Yes, yeah, that's like true. That. That'd that be true okay. as well. Yeah, That'd be I see true. What
0: you mean. Oh like, yeah. the amount. You're probably part of that twenty percent, I imagine.
1: I'd like to think so. I think generally speaking in my past, I'd like to think so. past sort of corporate jobs I wasn't well into the 80%. (laughs) Been dragged along.
0: What's your employment history like? like?
1: Depends from what age. Uh, Let's go from 16. 16, I worked briefly in, on a shop floor of a, of a printing, um, printing factory, (laughs) I suppose you could call it. (laughs) That sounds like you're in the Printing phase. workshop. Printing sounds workshop. like you're from the It's phase. not a factory, it's a workshop. I mean, gotcha. it's a print, a, a workshop, a printing workshop, cool. which was a company my mother worked for, and I basically rolled banners and and stacked them on pallets and wrapped them in industrial size cling film all day. Very nice. Ten-hour days or something like that. That was nasty, but that was just because my mum yeah. got me in there.
0: Yeah, of course. It's a job's a job. I did a lot of
1: odd jobs at that age, but like for family, friends and stuff, I didn't have any proper employment. And then... I did a few bits of that kind of work, until when I left school at 18, I then spent the best part of the year working in sales, so I first got a job working for Scottish Power and I sold gas and electricity contracts to um, Old people. people in shopping centres and supermarkets. Oh, nice! Right. I stood there with a little... Not door to door then? No, I didn't do door to door. Yeah, dog. Fair. It was what we call in store. Um, Jack's done door to door. As electric, as he, yeah. I was on commission only. I worked in Manchester, um, and I was good at it from the first week, instantly, nice, instantly nice. making sales. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, and within a few well. weeks, I was high rolling the office, and uh, as one oh, of the youngest as well. Yeah, and I, some weeks I was cool. making five, six, even seven hundred pounds in one week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying any tax on it either, so so that was That's interesting. Ridiculous. But some lazy weeks I'd make three hundred quid, but that was lazy, wow. you know. So that was interesting. I did that. Well, I did it for Scotch Power for a few months and then I worked for EDF doing a similar thing because I got a high commission with EDF. Um, I didn't enjoy it particularly, but I always had an app for sales. Nice. Um, and that was just after leaving school. Then I joined university and did that. For, I was at university for four years with you, George. Well, Yeah, the whole four years. In fact, we both did 2020 2014. Uh, we, we to 2014. 2010 to 2015 I was. Oh, you 2015, okay, okay, yeah. Because yeah. you had a year in industry. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, during university, I only worked a bit in the holidays and I just used to work in promotional events, basically. Mm-hmm. Working out in uh, any kind of event where you've got promotional staff, I would mm-hmm. work at. So you might be working at like some kind of car show or you might be working um, at a, a sort of a, a several day event like the Tough Mother or some children uh, okay, amusement park. Okay. Or, or, or you'd be doing some promotion in store with like a games console or some new technology yeah, 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 nice. or, or you could literally be handing out tins of Aid on the street um that's Le- that's awesome Leaklatin that's really cool
0: as well that's really cool so it's such a diverse range of yeah. sales that you've got to do
1: it was all just to get money different products you know you generally get paid minimum of 10 pounds an hour um when i yeah did that on and off to, to get money when i graduated from newcastle university in 2014 Within a few months I got a contract with Lloyds Banking Group in Leeds. I worked as a PPI Case Handler for about a year and a half, Uh, something like that. Good job. Just under a year and a half. A well-paid job, I suppose good in that sense. Um, Not an enjoyable or interesting job for me personally, um, but it certainly helped me to pay down a lot of the debt that I'd managed to amass. Uh, Has it? Oh, it helped enormously. Oh, excellent. No, not, not, not student loan debt. Oh, okay. I mean credit card and overdraft oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of Critical debt when debt. I left university. Critical yeah, debt, debt. Yeah, urgent um, debt. Yeah. Got a student loan. So I was very grateful for that, and it was a particularly <laughs> difficult job, but I didn't enjoy it. I then took a few months off and worked part-time doing a few bits and pieces and putting together a plan for how I was going to get qualified in nutrition. Oh, very good. And then I then got another contract working down in Buckinghamshire, again for Lloyds Banking Group, but through a different agency. That time I was working in investment products, basically reviewing the yeah. them and, and writing letters to customers, similar kind of thing. Glorified admin, that's wow. all it was. All these jobs are glorified admin. They're process-driven, just you know, administrative yeah. jobs. That's yeah, all they are. Yeah, but with, right, yeah. with, with with a lot of detail and com, and yeah. sort of you know, uh, an attention to detail is very important for those jobs. Yeah, and after finishing. Um, there, I basically enrolled on this nutrition course, and throughout then I've been working. I've done work for a few different promotional agencies, selling beer, selling power tools, and more recently, um, getting scantily clad with a bow tie and a penny, and going out and, and entertaining women on the weekends at Hendus and things. But so they're in the buff. I think they call it that. I don't know what the official description of that role is, but is you know. it's in the
0: it's in the dictionary, isn't it? Is it in the dictionary? about it. But Butler is so what, what if we looked at Butler buff, is
1: buff? Yeah, I suppose
0: we'd have a synonym to be. Yeah, to be scantily clad.
1: It's, it's something like that, I imagine. Yeah. yeah, scantily clad butlers.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what you should call C yours. See also, yeah, in the buff.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so, if you
0: wanted to set up your own business,
1: scantily clad butlers is it's a not fine, a bad one. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Handsome butlers would also be quite a good one. Because yeah. you know, my handle
0: on social media is handsomefreddy. Very true. So I could yeah, have a handsome button. That's what yeah, I thought about. Right, one, I'm, I'm going to get another
1: pint. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, get it, yeah, yeah. Right, should we pause? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to take him. You can, you can monologue, monologue if you want. Yeah, should I just monologue? Yeah, yeah, see how you No, I'll just slide you
0: off. Yeah. That's no bad thing. Honestly, I quite like listening to monologues. It's a genius. Let's yeah. pause it. Cool. It can be provocative so, if you like. You can be provocative. Yeah, you hey, can ask provocative questions, you know? hey, I think we're all away. But you can be provocative, I think. I know that through um, personal history of think. What's the most provocative you've ever been? I would never think of myself as provocative. What um, if you're trying to get someone to have a beer? Have a beer? Yeah, yeah. Right. Come on. That's provoking someone to drink. What's I would provoke. De- I, What's would, the- I would just encourage. Encu- apologies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would encourage,
1: yeah. Um, but um, yeah, semantics. No, no, I wouldn't provoke people. Um, no, of course not. Of course not. Yeah, I get but I do good enjoy. Point. I do a enjoy a point. robust debate about something,
0: mm.
1: but not because I like confrontation. Because I like truth seeking. Mm. I like. I like, you know, critical thinking and reasoning, and uh, yeah, finding the truth about things. You know, so
0: yeah, I definitely enjoy that.
1: Always have enjoyed it. Um, I enjoy interesting conversations, but I don't, I don't seek out controversy or provocation mm. or um, you know abrasive topics. You know, they just crop up. They're very. Time time. What's your views on politics? Um, politicians or political systems or politics today or what? It. Narrow it down a um, bit. I'd say, let's go with political systems. Political systems, okay, yeah. Well, uh, my... We live my, in a democracy, don't we? We this do? We live in a democracy. democracy. manifest. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Take a look at the headlock here. No, it is, we do live in a democracy, and, you know, democracy is something that sounds great and everyone gets their say, but my problem with democracy is how much of our lives... Do we allow to be dictated by the democratic will of the people? Mm. Because democracy is all well and good, but how far do we push it? Do we say that everyone has the right to vote democratically on everything that affects every decision? And you know, Because that's the trouble with anything, any precedent-based system, if you like, mm. can cause problems. Because once something's been done, it sets a precedent for other things. So if we say, for instance, that we're going to allow people to vote on taxes, mm. so we now take a vote and majority rule will dictate the tax rates, yeah. it starts to get dangerous because then it's like, well, we vote on tax, why don't we start voting on other issues? Mm. You know. So I've never really believed that it's fair for 51% of the population to uh, dictate the mm. lives or the rules that govern the 49% Fascinating, isn't it? You know, it is, it is, and this this is why democracy is, you know, democracy is fine as long as the decisions that are taken democratically aren't too far-reaching I like that, yeah. I think, that's, I think that's a fair way to put it They have become too far-reaching, in my opinion the, Well, they, they're having to, because other mm. areas of, like, technology is just
0: exploding So it's like, mm. actually Governments just got to try to legislate against big questions right now. That's just that's that's the issue. It's like either you get on the ship or you don't, and then you've got to find another ship. but like, either way, it's like you're in stormy mm-hmm. waters in my mind. The like, what? You're in stormy waters either either mm-hmm. way. The politics. We so, are in stormy waters. There's no doubt about it. it. Like I've, yeah, I mean, I, I've been conservative since I was a kid all the way through until recently when. I cool. You come back to the back. line. Look, I, I get it. I get it. I, deep down,
1: I've been more. I've always been more conservative than mm. Labour. Well, you're thrifty. That's a that's a that's a, a hallmark of a conservative. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, thriftiness is the whole idea of thriftiness is sacrificing pleasures today for happiness tomorrow. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, and um, those who can exercise. That level of restraint and discipline um, are generally more successful in the long term because they're able to deny themselves something today, back, yeah. something smaller, for something bigger in the future, and that's what you do. So, I would say that you are a small C conservative by your nature. Mm. You may believe in certain things that you know are, are, are would be considered to be left-wing values or liberal values. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah, you have to. You have to. You have to a certain respect for any opposition. Mm. They have to. I think going back to the majority rule thing, when you've got people like Jeremy Corbyn, and he's got a very clever tagline by saying, for the many, not the few, that's a perfect indictment, if you like, of the problem of democracy that I was just describing. Because a lot of people might vote for Jeremy Corbyn on the basis that he will tax the 1% Mm-hmm. in order to redistribute that wealth to support the 99%. Yeah. And that policy will be popular with 99% yeah. of the population. Okay. And then you have to ask the question, is it okay for 99% of the population to essentially vote the property away from the 1%? Yeah. I think it's immoral. Mm-hmm. And this is the problem with democracy. Yeah,
0: so, uh, there's, there's, there's almost too many questions to answer. Mm. If, dem- if democracy is all about answering questions by the will of the people, yeah, this is what it is, then, Jesus. Mm. Well, right now, I've got a billion questions in my head. So, like, could democracy mm. the all yeah, so, like, well, it's going to take a shit ton of time. Well, I would 10 10 rather rather ago.
1: than all these decisions taken on a collective basis. If you could do a bit more individually yeah, if you could have a, a society where the decisions taken by individuals affect those individuals and those individuals alone. If yeah. you see what I mean, I, I'm much more that people be in charge of their own right. destinies. I'm all for self responsibility. I, I'm, I'm, these are I'm, all I'm, conservative values. Agreed. agreed. I, I'm all
0: for that until for me I think there's gonna be a, another point as well on the, the flip side of that where people are very isolated because it's all about themselves mm. so that's that's the, the risk of that like go, like swinging it too far yeah it's all about like finding the,
1: the rhythm basically and trying like, to keep on point with it I think the point is that when I say talk about individualism versus collectivism mm. it's about what's coerced. Um, and and what the law says. So I don't like collectivism when it's being forced or coerced. I don't like forced interdependence and and integration. I like it to be authentic. I like it to be organic and authentic, if you like. So for instance, um, if you live in a neighbourhood where you know you all help each other out, one person house sits while the other person, you know. Um, looks after their school kids while they're, at, mm-hmm. while they're at work, or they, you know, or they borrow a lawnmower, or they have a vegetable patch that they give vegetables in exchange for a few eggs from the chickens of another neighbor. Yeah. This is all collectivism, but it's voluntary. Those people have chosen to enter into that no, like relationship, that. if you like. Yeah, that's called collectivism. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's collectivism is just when individuals come together to, to, to achieve things communally. And communism is based on the idea of collectivism, but the problem with it is, is that if you want to implement that kind of um, idealistic um, uh, scenario, yep. you need to use force. Um, uh. And this is the problem with it. So, uh, there's a chap who I like listening to, um, who's written an excellent book about all this sort of stuff, and he likes to say... He's a guy? That he's What's Dominic it? Frisbee? Okay. Oh well, yeah, you might mentioned him before, yeah. Very good guy. Very, I mean, in terms of, oh, right, thank you. In terms of, uh, oh, right, in, in terms of a, um, a modern day thinker who is kind of on the money about everything from the financial system um, to politics, to economics, um, to society, he's pretty much the man. Um, don't agree with him on absolutely everything. Um, there's a As couple of things you disagree, yeah. Always, um, but pretty much, you know, if I had to pick someone who best Represents 99%? My own. Nine, 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 yeah, I probably agree with him on 99% of the stuff. Ah, that's yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah also, I don't know, maybe 90%. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. The, It's still you know, crazy high. Very interesting. But he always yeah, says yeah, yeah. He's, he is for socialism without the state. Because How would you pre- do that there? What does that mean? On a voluntary basis. Oh, we, we, can, can we all pay into a fund that will be used to support um, people's health needs or something like that? Um, there used to be something in this country called the Friendly Societies, which were voluntary societies that were set up in communities that would help disadvantaged people, and the Friendly Societies would have doctors who would often treat people for free, people who would put people up for free, provide them with accommodation. There were lots of rich industrialists from the 19th century who who, who built loads of social housing, um, either for their workers or just for the local community, because they realised that the more you help people and things like that uh, in society, you know, the, the better we all benefit from it. And I agree with that. I actually share a lot of these ideas, these ideals um, that, that the socialists, um, you know, advocate and espouse. But I just think we can go about it in a different way on a voluntary basis. Yeah, I, th- I think we can take lots of what the socialists do and lots of what the conservatives do
0: and mm. actually overlay them very effectively, like right, almost more effectively
1: than than yeah. usually, like it's, well, it think, is
0: crazy things.
1: No? I think you have to look at the, um, when it comes to like the political legal system or whatever, and you're talking about getting values from you know, the left and the right and blending them together to get the perfect system. Yeah. I think you've got to think of the law, and the law includes everything from all, all policies, yeah. whether it's about redistribution of wealth, wealth, welfare, whether it's about schooling and hospitals and, and regulations that govern companies, whether it's about the laws that govern what you have rights to, and all this kind of thing,
0: yeah.
1: you have to think about all those laws, to use an umbrella term for everything the government does, as the rules of the game. Yeah. And the rules of the game need to be set as such that the people playing the game um, can exactly. choose how they want to kind of behave, you see what I mean? So that's why you want to have as minimal rules as, as you can yeah, get, true, can't get away with. But that's a really very good point though. They're the rules of the game, and the, you know the rules. The rules of the game are very important because if you say to people you have to pay twenty percent tax, they're not going to pay thirty percent. It doesn't matter how yeah, yeah. much they talk about wanting to pay. You know, wanting everyone to yeah, pay more yeah. tax and be yeah, more yeah, social. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, going to no, pay no, more tax no, themselves. Pay, why do you do so that? So you need to set the rules of the game, and this is this is kind of the. Mm, Yeah, the important thing. But no, I think as few rules as possible, let people live. If they want to be individualists and not share their money and be selfish bastards, they should have the right to do that. If they want to share all their money with the community... There should be a place where they can go. I'll say that much. Well, in their own home. Why can't they live in their own home, uh, earn their own money, live their own life as they choose. They shouldn't be forced yeah, to spend their money on other exactly. people. This is, this is you, don't, you You spend your money, so you don't buy pints for now. everyone in the pub, you buy pints for your friends. yeah I agree. you see what I mean? So you 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 discriminate how you spend your money, and we all do. So that's why I think that we shouldn't... How many people have you met who receive um, unemployment compensation of one, one form or another, who are like grateful for it? Who one? Because there's no accountability. They don't know where that money coming from. Yeah, it's true. taken from everyone by force, put into a pot, and then allocated to certain funds. Yeah. Welfare. You know, unemployment compensation, healthcare. People go to the doctors, they don't they're not grateful for the fact that it's free. No. Yeah, no there's no, no accountability. No, no, no. No, no. See uh, that's where I think we
0: fundamentally not fundamentally but we disagree quite deeply on um, on this. Because I think in reality we all go through shit times in Realize that money is fucking worthless. You know what I mean? It's like this biggest shit at stake. Like, you, a loved one dies, you're, you're, the last thing on your mind
1: is. Oh, I'm generalizing. Money so I'm, I'm exactly, generalizing. Exactly, exactly. I'm not, there are some people who probably are very grateful. And by the way, there's a lot of people who need help. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But they don't it's necessarily need a one size fits all 70 quid a week free housing help. Agreed. Some of them need some encouragement. Some of them need to kick up the ass. Some of them just need to. Some of them need like
0: one grand. There
1: you go, fucking go. Like, and
0: you've got a month, it's yeah. like, you don't need a steady wage. Mm. inject them with money, yeah. see how
1: they go. Like, just hit them good, hit them hard. They, they or, find out in the local community, what is the reason why this person hasn't worked for five years, yeah. or longer. What is the reason they've got all these health problems, find out the root cause and address yeah. it. And then you have a conversation for longer than 10 minutes, which is how long the GP would see you for, or half an hour the social worker might see you for, yeah. and really get to the root of the issue, if you care. Yeah. But you shouldn't be forced to care. I do care about people in this country. But I'm not going to pretend that I care more about people in my local town than I care about my family. Yeah. To me, it's my family, it's my friends. They're the most important people. That's it, of course. And yeah. I should have the right to put my money into helping them if I choose. Yeah. And if I choose not to, I should also have that right. And I should have the right to choose whether or not to help the people who yeah. can't work for whatever reason or choose not to work. It should be a choice. You know? It has to be a choice. It, it should be. If, if, if,
0: yeah. if, it, if it isn't, then it's rioting. Yeah. Yeah. And why am
1: I eating cheddars, man? I can't even talk properly. No, you. you, This podcast. You've got to be comfortable while you're having a podcast. You don't want to feel under any pressure. But, um, yeah, I think we've done politics. I mean, um, yeah, I don't affiliate with any political party. Um, (laughs) No, it doesn't sound like it. Well, I like some more than others, but I won't say that any one party represents all my views. That well necessarily. Yeah, nice. Um I mean, there are there are portions of the of the left wing parties, the Lib Dems and the Labour parties in this country, that I actually would put into my, um, you know, I would I would take policies from those parties and put it into my collection of policies. I'm very anti-war. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm I'm anti this foreign intervention agenda. I think it's terrible. Um, and you know, I'm all for equal rights for all different sort of. Minority groups, you know. I mean, we all are really. Yep. I'm not for special treatment though. Right. Whereas they want special treatment, so no. But I am for equal rights. I'm for live and let live. If you want to, you know, have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a friend who's a mixture between the two, yeah. <laughs> and, or you want to have, you know, um, whatever whatever your thing is, you know, if you want to parade around the weekends, pick your poison, poison, as it were. Pick your poison. Yeah. Live and let live. So I, I think I don't think that we should have any laws against people wanting to exercise their desire to do things that a lot of us deem revolting or disgusting yeah. or perverted. Yeah. As long as they don't hurt anybody else. Agreed. So I don't have any That's the key. Consent, you know, consent is everything, yeah. Consent exactly with, with adults. Intent and
0: consent. Yeah.
1: Two very important things. Well, absolutely. Yeah. So no no, I do share some of the values of the left. Okay. Um I mean, I think, I, think we have, I think we have done politics. Yeah, okay, yeah. We can call it a day of politics. But yeah. yeah. So, no parties, but let's. let's you like minimise the Oh uh, Yes. State. I think you know your judo well. Yeah, I do like those. Yeah. It's a good t shirt, man. It is.
0: Well, it's, it's like five quid. What, what are the outrageous t shirts that we got? What's your most outrageous t shirt? you, What's the least worn t shirt in your wardrobe? The least worn? Yeah. The one that you've done one time and been like, was ah, silly.
1: See, that again. Um, I don't have any outrageous t-shirts. Yes, you do. That one is one. Well, yeah, yeah. I've got one with a cat's face on it, like blown up in yeah. quite high detail, right. and that's all it has on it. It's by that's a company called The Mountain. Weird. Yeah, my ex-girlfriend bought it for me. It's a bit too big, so I don't wear it very often. But it's quite fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Got one with Jacob Rees-Mogg's face on it, but that's a normal t-shirt. <laughs> um, that's not a normal t-shirt. Yeah. I've got a few other ones. Wait, that people so rip so your head off for that. We all rip your head off. Well, when I was you? out with
0: Jack and Manchester, I wore it actually. Did you? It was fine. Yeah. That's hilarious. Fair yeah.
1: play, man. Ballsy. No, I wouldn't wear a megahat. Brave. Either. The mega head, so
0: <laughs>
1: But yeah. No, that's it. But yeah, what else do you want to cover? Culture. Nah, could just or closely linked to politics. S- rowing. Let's talk about
0: rowing. Okay. Let's yeah, let's ball. talk about rowing. Yeah, uh, so that's how we know each other. Yep. Rowing
1: back in the day. Yep. 2011. 2010. Ten, two, twenty-one. Yes, twenty eleven. Yeah, yeah. I suppose we did about nine months together, didn't we? Yeah. And you didn't do any in the second year, did you? Nah, I was out, man. I, yeah. Touch out. I did my bill. I did my I had my fun. Yep. No, you, you you served your time, and um, I th- I'm sure you got a lot from it. I mean, oh, I certainly sure, you did. Man. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's uh, it's yeah, a great totally sport. A lot. Yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, a great sport. I miss it very much. I stopped throwing in 2000. Well, 2014, I stopped properly, So I did it for about four and a bit years um, and I got injured late 2014 and then I tried to come back and start rowing again in the summer of 2015, lasted a couple of months, rode at Henley and then the back injury was so bad I had to stop and get better. But I, I love the sport, I never really uh, carried on, you know, Enough with it t- to the point where I was happy to stop. Like, I didn't want to stop, when I did. Yeah, yeah. but it's Were wonderful sports. That's injury, man. That's how yeah, it yeah. I didn't really have a choice. Um, yeah, yeah. But in hindsight, I wish I'd have um, stretched more. Not stretched more. I just wish I'd, it wasn't a case of a lack of flexibility that caused the injury. It was just uh, it was just strength imbalances and repetitive strain. Uh, repetitive strain. Um, oh yeah. Well, dude. It's a very right. unnatural movement. And For money your height as well. Yeah, six foot seven.
0: It's like that's not a small man. No. Yeah. So, so that's um, gonna fuck you back up, man.
1: Yeah. That's how it works. You have got more gravity going down. Well, it's also it's also how much force is going through your back, and uh, if you're quite strong. Yeah. Um, but you've, then got, you you've have got more force. You've got more mm-hmm. muscles to create.
0: The, the, the stronger so you are, the more robust your thing. body has
1: to be. Put yeah, it that way. So cool. if you've got strong muscles, if you if, you know if what. Well, if you're if you're a powerful athlete in the sport of rowing, yeah. you need to make sure that you're looking after your body because there is simply more force going through your joints uh, and your and your skeleton if you like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, your frame takes more load.
0: you yeah, got a larger frame. Exactly. It's Just like it's put it's a marquee. It's like putting a fucking yeah. marquee. Yeah. It's like you've got a bigger marquee than me do. Yeah. No idea. I've come to the party with this.
1: Yeah. And this is fine, dude, it's six very, foot, very true. I've got an adequate tent, I'm fine mm-hmm. with if it. If you've got a longer Casi. back, you've got more distance from the pivot when you're rowing, and, but also if you're a bigger person, you've got more force, that force is also going through the body slightly longer, because your stroke length is longer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and if you row a lot and you don't necessarily look after the strength of certain parts of the body, you could develop strength imbalances. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what caused my injury, it's a very typical injury for rowers, and I didn't actually, when, it, when, I, when I got the acute injury, that was clearly, it was triggered by something, mm-hmm. but triggered by doing some weight training, but actually was underlying this this that, preceding that, it was the bent over row, actually. what's it? I used to bend over, bent over row a lot of weight, yeah, I was very that strong. Really I still would be quite strong, but I was doing, um, there was one of those days where I didn't feel particularly strong, and I-, I, I How much weight then? I was bent over row 100 kilos, probably for 10 or 15 that's reps or something. outrageous. I was quite Sorry, strong no, That's over
0: outrageous, over though. though, like, that's silly,
1: silly weight. I, ultimately what I'm trying to Not say Not for here my is strength level. Yeah, um, no. But it is a lot of weight. But the thing is about bent over rows is you've got to bear in mind that even though you're pulling it and you're using your rear delts, your lats, your biceps, you're also having to stay in a strong position using your erector spinae muscles. Okay. Or whatever they're called, the spinae rectus or I can't remember. The, the, the two it's strips of muscle that yeah. run down either side of your spine. Um, and those muscles are supporting that. Um, pivoted position, that, 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 that flexed position of your pelvis. Yeah, yeah. But you, and, and so if you've got a long back, you can think that the distance from the pivot, which is your pelvis, is going to be greater. So you need to have a very strong lower back. My lower back was always fairly strong, of course. But I think on that particular day I wasn't feeling very strong. I jerked a little bit and the disc just popped. Eesh. And uh, I got basically Eesh. a bulging disc. I don't know if it herniated or just bulged. It probably just bulged. Oh, yeah. And then I basically got very bad advice from physios, way. in a lot of pain, got very bad sciatic nerve pain that was excruciating on some days. And uh, yeah, it's very unfortunate, it's, it's, it's very unfortunate.
0: Oh.
1: Well, on the men, yeah. Yep, yep, it's what we now have, nearly five years on and uh, I'm doing everything except for rowing and not feeling too much pain. I don't have any pain, I just have a little bit of tightness sometimes quite a lot of tightness and a bit of pain sometimes but it's nothing acute severe i haven't had sciatica
0: Um,
1: and i now know how to deal with it better but whether or not i can return to a sport i love i'm not sure and i'm approaching 29 now a bit old i'm also not even remotely cardiovascularly fit anymore i think it's pretty fine well compared to what i wear i was i should say Mm -hmm. compared to you know joe blog's Probably okay. <laughs> I'm not saying you're Joe Bloggs, if that's what you thought I was implying. No, I wasn't at all. Oh, no, 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 were, no, 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 no. I just looked at you when I said it, but I, I didn't mean you. <laughs> no, you're far from Joe Bloggs, George. For the record, George only rode for nine months, but he was a, a very skilled oarsman for the limited time that he rode for. And know. had you given it some more time, George, I think you could have really excelled. I liked it, yeah, I didn't enjoy It was a good but. sport. I just needed to do the engineering thing. You had to pick, and you chose the engineering route, and it was probably a tough decision me. for you. Look where it got me. Look I'm, me. Not, I'm not in the engineering game anymore. You're not, but you know, I think you probably still got a lot from doing that degree yeah, and applying yourself. And like I've always said about the way that you've approached your life, is you start things, you see them through to the end, even if you hate them. And as a result, you're 28 years old now, and you've got an excellent record. From school oh, up okay. until the present day, you've got a decade, of where you can demonstrate that you've done things to a very high standard, and you've set yourself up beautifully. And even if you decide yeah, pretty um, pretty at pretty the end of this year sweet. to knock knock it on the head, uh, it's true. To yeah. knock it on the head with your current corporate job, mm-hmm. um, you can you know walk away with your yeah. with your head high yeah, and right. your conscience clean. Yeah, and, I think uh, so. I I mean, so. I hope so. so. With your pride intact? If I can't, then we're in a bad way, aren't we? I think when it comes to work and things, my view is I like to consider it in terms of what do I have to do and how much am I compensated for. I mean, everyone makes that calculation at a subconscious level. I want to know what's going to be required of me, what are you expecting, what do I have to do, how much time and energy and creativity and emotional energy or whatever is this going to take and what's the compensatory reward going to yep. leave and working out is it worth it and of course also thinking about the long term prospects and what other sacrifices you have to make, you have to weigh it up, obviously we all do that yeah. and um, I think I've you know in the past I've done jobs where I just couldn't stand it and I mm. just had to get out you know no, it's tough, man. and had to leave and then I've...
0: Yeah. Quitting is hard dude,
1: quitting is hard. You have to have an awkward conversation, once the awkward conversation's done you say your goodbyes you go out for a few pints with all your colleagues. You say thanks. It's been yeah, absolutely it never, amazing. It never moving you, no, on, no, 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 no. and then you you cement those friendships. You probably have two or three friends, something like that, maybe yeah. more. But like yeah. good friends, that you, you still su- in Who suffer with, with you. I, yeah, I have about three friends, I suppose, from my contracting days. Yeah. Who I'm still in contact with. That's cool. Yeah, two, two or three, two pretty solidly, I suppose. Another one. Yeah. Have I met any? No,
0: no, you haven't actually. Who's the lad who no. no. I met though? Who um, was that last yeah. year or whatever? year and a half ago, when I came up. Me, it's me, you,
1: Charlie, and him, I think. Went facts Oh, Ollie. Yeah, sorry, you have met one of them. Yeah, 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 yeah you have met one of them. Ollie, he's yeah, yeah. funny man. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's yeah. a good guy. Yeah, we clicked instantly. We had a, we had a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, he seems um, it. So, yeah, he's one of the good friendships, and I've got another yeah, good friend. Nice. But I thought I had yeah, I you can cement it. the friendships, have the awkward conversations, get the money, move on. Because your life, yeah, yeah, that's on, what you've got to think. It. It's always worth having an awkward conversation. when it comes to things like um, pay rise as well and things like that, you've got to ask. Yeah. Don't ask, don't get. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And the way to and phrase it, the boss has said, and you don't yeah. need to include all this in the pot. You can cut this a little bit before. But well, you know, I'm happy to can, include this Well, so it's just know, like, what, what I think is the best riff, way to go about it. Rambling. Yeah, you have to frame things in a way that is you know inte- you have to frame things in an intelligent way. You have to, you have to, so so for example, you wouldn't go. Yeah, but also in a way that's going to be compelling and convincing and fair enough. You have to remind and even, yourself be logical and even. Yeah, rather than thinking I'm going there to try and to try and basically bribe a little bit more money out of my employer, yeah. you have to think well, I regard myself as worth this much, or maybe I'm not, or you know whatever it is, or maybe you don't even know how much you're worth to the company. But then you have to think, I either I don't want to do this enough for me to say in order to make it worth my while I want that much money. Mm. Or could I go do something else that earns the same amount of money that's less work? Or could I do something else that might earn less but it's a much better life? Or something like that. So you have to think to yourself, I would stay if they gave me an extra 30 grand. So then yeah. you say, look, I'm really sorry, but I've, I know, I've been I know, considering I which 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 direction I want to go in for the rest of my life, you know, my career, and I've come to the life. conclusion that I don't I want, don't, well, not the rest of your life, but you know, for the, yeah, yeah, the, me, the powerful medium powerful of And then you have to <laughs> say, I just, you know, I, I think at the pay grade I'm at at the moment, I, I don't think I'll be able to continue this job for much longer. Um, because I've got other opportunities. Yeah. I have other opportunities which are more attractive, more lucrative. Yeah, Something like great, opportunities great, is a great, great, great word, amazing, so vague. I use it all the it's time. the best word. Is it? it's In the corporate world, they use that oh, word to death. I love it. So they say I've got other opportunities challenges elsewhere. And so challenges and opportunities. Cha- yeah, challenges. <laughs> Good God, that's a, <laughs> such a classic word isn't it? Cringy <laughs> Love it. Um, and. As such, it's making it very difficult for me to to continue work here. I love working here, but I just at the moment yeah. I'm afraid I've had other opportunities that are very tempting. It's very challenging for me not to pursue this opportunities. opportunities. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, something like that. And you'll often find, you know, they, it's not necessarily you don't you don't want to come across like you're trying it on, yeah, but equally you've got to say to yourself, I'm sick of this. Don't want to do it anymore. But if they're giving me another thirty grand, I could do it for another couple of years. Something like that. So, agree, agree. but anyway, yeah. 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 That's so, awesome. um, yeah. Wait,
0: well, I think that's, that's a nice place to end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good job. Well, that it's been good. Yeah, thank
1: you for the interview, George. I'm sure we'll do another one
0: Yeah, stage. yeah, please. And we'll get, get, get on your pod, mate. Yep, yeah, definitely. Uh, look at that, it's um, 3.54. Is that it? You'll be away before 4 o'clock, mate. Oh, it's Back up to the uh, Halifax. Yeah, perfect. Do you agree? Banquet Bear Productions. Cheap and chill.